0: everybody i am dana galanti from the source lgbt plus center welcome to transistor radio with kelly and dana Welcome to the very first episode of Transistor Radio with Kelly and Dana. The next three episodes are literally a talk that Kelly and I had sitting in my living room trying to figure out this podcast. So it's just an introduction to who we are, who Kelly is, and her experiences as a trans woman, and who I am and my experiences as a mom to a trans kid. We hope you enjoy our show.
1: I suppose I should say hi. My name is Kelly Denethorn, and um, people always want to know. It's like, who are you? But how do we identify who ourselves? Who are you? Kelly. Right? I know. So um, what? I'm a middle school math teacher. It's a very exciting job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two things I don't like: middle school students and math. <laughs>
1: It was so funny. I was going ahead and I was giving the speech the other day and I was saying that I'm hated on many different levels because, well, number one, I'm a fashion blogger. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So that puts me into a hated category. Yeah. Um, I'm a duck hunter. So that puts me into you another- are? Yeah. Um, I did not know this another, about you. Another category. Okay. Um, Just duck? Upland bird, um, primarily. Upland in, bird. Yeah. Birds, bird, bird hunter.
0: Okay. Uh
1: Very exciting. You didn't know that? No. No. Okay. And so then what was the third thing that I said up there? Oh, right. I'm transgender. Oh, that part. (laughs) That part. Yeah. So I suppose that I could also add in, I'm also a middle school math teacher. Yeah. You know? And and so I I evoke a lot of anxiety within a lot of people, apparently just by my mere existence. Mm. So yeah, that's That's how I might describe myself. Okay. I like that. (laughs) I like that. I guess
0: I should introduce myself. I'm Dana Galanti, and I am mom of a now. Oh God, he's going to be 18 next month. Wow. Ah, 18-year-old trans son, and I have a, also a middle schooler who's 14. He's cute. Yeah. He's sweet, really. Yeah. But Is he growing up? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Slowly. Hopefully. <laughs> you're never really <laughs> quite Sometimes sure whether you're in middle wonder. school. You're like, oh. Yeah. What direction are they going to go as uh-huh. an adult? You yeah. know, you just, you don't know.
0: Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I'm like, okay, you're like 14. Are you gonna, there's kids in his class that look like grown ass men. Yeah. And that he happens. just looks like a little chubby baby still. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> How adorable. He is cute though. But yeah. And my oldest goes to university of San Francisco. He's very smart. He went away to college at 16. That's so crazy. Yeah. Talk like how you cause anxiety in people. My parenting causes anxiety—not anxiety, maybe hatred oh. in people. Does it disdain? Maybe because because you're such an awesome parent. Because I have a trans kid that oh, I, because that you I have let a trans kid.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: As a 14-year-old, oh, you know, Jeez. So what a horrible parent. I'm yeah, sorry, I didn't I know, know that about you. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. bad. That's a really bad. It is, yeah, yeah. So people thought I should. Do you get get a lot of blowback? Yeah, at the time I did. Did you? Yeah, and I would say not to my face, of course. Um, It was all just I would find out, kind of, it trickled in, I guess. I'd find out from a friend of mine that so and so said this, or people unfriending me on Facebook. Really? Which I told them to. So did you? Because we came out as a family, and Lucas wanted to just kind of make a big public announcement because he was having anxiety about going outside and seeing people and just having to go through it all the time, as you know. You know, coming out to people that, or hearing your dead name, or, you know, just repeatedly having to come out and not knowing where people stand. So we, I made, wrote this big Facebook post and just said, this is our kid, either like it or unfriend me. This is what we have to do for our child. But I will say the amount of love that we got from that post was crazy and I'll never forget that night we were all all four of us sat in bed and we're just like watching tv and kind of watching the feed and people started calling people started texting all the comments were nothing but love and from a lot of people that I wasn't sure about you know so, cool. so it's, yeah so it's interesting to see who did have problems with it and you right. know it's so weird and random was it yeah people I've known since I was five
1: Oh wow. What percentage would you say went ahead and actually like had a problem? I would say very
0: low percentage. Maybe five percent. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Not yeah. not a lot
1: at all. So it was kind of amazing. Yeah. And that's why I Was it like totally <coughs> unexpected? Did you did yeah. you picture like the opposite coming mm-hmm. ahead and happening? The kind of opposite ratio? You'd have those few supporters, but most people would be like uh-huh. Oh hell no. Oh, no, yep. not you and your crazy uh, family. Yep. Oh, here they
0: go again doing <laughs>
1: stupid stuff. Um,
0: yeah, I really thought it was going to be the other way around. But yeah, it was it was uh, pleasantly surprising. And then he had top surgery at 15. So that was another thing, you know, that I got That's to hear about. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason that we did it at that age is because he was walking around. It's hot where we live yeah. in the summer. He was walking around in hoodies and hunching over so bad that he developed a dowager's hump on his spine. Oh, wow. And I was afraid that if we didn't do it, that we wouldn't have a kid because insurance said we uh, won't pay for it until he's 18. And in my mind was, I may not have a kid in three years. Yeah. So who knows if they're going to make it to 18. Right. So fuck you guys. Right. We just scrounged and paid for it. Bravo. Luckily, we were able to do it, but... You know, that's another thing people didn't like. And then and then he went to school at 16. It was the best decision we ever made. He's not a normal kid. He's not a normal 16-year-old. So at 14, 14 15, then mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. was in high school? So he skipped 7th grade. No. He skipped he skipped middle grade. school entirely. Something. Okay, I mean, forget it. There's no real reason to be remember. in middle school.
1: Look at it, I drove yeah. by middle school. Okay, right. that's what it is. Yes.
0: <laughs> so he skipped. He was skipped one grade, and then so when when he came out, we pulled him out of school. And because uh, he was having a hard time telling kids and the anxiety you know okay, of it all. Okay, okay. Let's
1: let let just okay. Let's just back up for just a moment. Here. Okay, okay. All right, backing up. When exactly is it that Lucas knew? How did you know? What what, so, what happened? Okay, you know? so
0: I have a theory that uh, trans females know way earlier because it's not acceptable for a uh, little boy to wear tutus or dresses or you know they're 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 told from a very early age no you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Whereas trans boys, it's okay for them to run around and play in dirt and, Uh you know, and that's how Lucas was. Lucas never liked any girl, traditional girl stuff and was, you know, dressing up like, I think some of his Halloween costumes were like Bob the Builder, Star Wars, lots of Star Wars stuff, you know. So, but he didn't really know until I would say probably puberty hit. Oh, wow. And so that's my theory is that trans boys, for the most part, Seem to come out later, and I think it's because of the society we live in. And it's not until their uh, body parts start doing things that they're not supposed to do that they go, "Wait a minute, this isn't right." You know, this isn't me. This isn't my body. Yeah. So he was probably 13, okay. and but ha- had he had the language for it, I think right, it would have my it might have been sooner right, because he just he told me he's like, "Mom, I knew there was trans women, but I didn't know that there was." Sh- Trans
1: guys. Oh. Which. More visible. Yeah. Which I thought, oh okay yeah trans men are they don't have the visibility that trans women do I think that trans women for some reason we're very controversial yeah you know whereas you know trans men I've heard people go ahead and explain they're like well yeah of course duh who wouldn't want to be a man you know so of course you're going to go ahead and do that but you know so then why would somebody go ahead that's already a man that has Mm -hmm. all the privileges of Mm -hmm. a man why would you possibly want to go ahead and give all that up and go ahead and become (laughs) the lesser sex I mean mean, I've heard it described you know this way yeah. and and then i've heard it described at the same time that by people and they're like oh yeah there is no such thing as a trans man because they, you don't ever see them and such and i'm like what are you talking about that's crazy <laughs> that's a crazy thought yeah but well it, again trans women are the ones that go ahead and get all of the notoriety yeah. in the media yeah
0: you know it's all yeah. focused
1: on trans yep. um, trans women yeah. and where exactly it is that we're going to go ahead and go pee and what we're going to oh, do God. while we're in those sacred bathrooms right <laughs> <laughs> sacred bathrooms <laughs> My God,
0: because <sighs> nothing bad ever happens there.
1: Yeah. So interesting, though. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting about that. Okay. Yeah. So then, so then, by you, by puberty, uh-huh. Lucas is aware.
0: Yep. Yep. And you're aware. Um, I didn't. I thought he was gay. Okay. I didn't really. It, it never crossed my mind that he might be trans. Okay. I knew something was different to me.
1: I love trans dudes. I I absolutely love them because Mm -hmm. the very first few um, trans men that I met, I never for one moment doubted their gender. Yeah. I looked at them. I was like, that's a dude. Right. That's a hundred percent. I'm not thinking of that person as anything but a dude. Yeah. And it doesn't, it really didn't matter to me um, as well on whether or not um, they were taking hormone treatment or not. Right. Um, The few that I've gone ahead and met. Mm -hmm. It was just like this automatic thing within me that I'm like, dude. Total, total dude. I don't know. I thought a lot about it because I connected it quite a bit (laughs) with my own personal sexuality. Mm -hmm. And so then, like when my sexuality began developing when I was in puberty, that was really when I became very acutely aware. Much more aware that something was going on. I still didn't have the language for what was going on, but I was sure by 12... That I was a total weirdo. Yeah. You know, was I, was, I was like totally, totally different. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I knew in growing up really um, was, the, you know, you have your standard male and you have your gay male. And so I was like, okay, so I'm not standard. So then I must be, yes. I must be gay. Right. You know, and so then I started trying to figure that out and um, whether or not I'm gay. Not by experimenting in any way because I had plenty of opportunities but, and they never struck me as interesting in the least, mm-hmm. um, but I got back on. I got on the internet, the, the old, the old, the olden days internet. <laughs> the olden days, of, yeah. The, uh, o- the olden days internet. What was that old? Search? It was a. It was a. I don't uh, know. Ne-
0: no, I want to say Netflix, but that's not right. Netflix. No, anyway, I don't
1: know. No, no, no. So this was BBS. BBS. Yeah. Do you know your computer needs? So with a BBS, it's a bulletin board system. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah. then, yeah. So you would dial into a bulletin board system. So uh-huh. this is pre-internet days. Whoa. So you could. Go ahead and dial in to like, you know, Joe on the corner. And Joe went ahead and had his little computer set up that allowed various people to call in. Uh-huh. So we could all connect. Like, call at on Joe's phone? computer. Or You call would call through with a, a modem. modem. Yeah. Okay. So that was like back in the days where wow. like we got like a, it was like the, what was it? It was like the 300, 900, 1200 or something like that. And you could connect at three different speeds. <laughs> oh my God. This is like 80s, pre internet. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and like my parents bought me a computer. I think I bought like the, the, Board to go ahead and to stick a modem in yeah. there and connected it to the phone line in my room which oh I, my I installed myself my own phone line to it so i could connect it to my computer That's um and so i called up this board and you, there was a primitive chat function on there uh-huh. and so i started chatting with some dude and i was like i think i might be gay and he's like oh okay well um so you know do you enjoy looking at the crotches of the boys that are in your classes because i was like I was a high school kid, uh-huh. and I was chatting with some dude on the internet back in the 80s. Oh, my God. Where, yeah. So, I mean, who knows who uh-huh. I was chatting with, right? Yep. Who yep. knows who was on the other end? But he's like, so do you enjoy staring at the crotches of the boys in your, <laughs> in your classes? And I'm like, oh, my God, no, not at all. Not in the least. You know, type, frantically going ahead and typing back. He's like, hmm, well, do you like this? No. Do you like this? No. Do you like this? <laughs> no. No. And he typed back, I don't not think gay. you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, I don't remember him saying, like, you're transgender, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I certainly knew the words transvestite and transsexual, but those yeah. were images that were a parody. They were right. like this clown-like image that was like, mean, w- so of. removed yep. from who I was. And I had no examples of anything. So I, fe- anyways, I realized that I wasn't gay. I'm not attracted to men in the least. And so when I met a trans dude, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, OK, so wait a second. It. This is somebody that has all those parts that I'm traditionally like, oh, I like all these parts and right. everything. And I'm looking at somebody that I know has all of those parts. And I'm like, ooh, God, no, I would <laughs> never go ahead and have sex with that person. It's right. like going ahead and the idea of having sex with like the like the, the tallest, hairiest, most burly dude that's like out there like, right. oh, God no. no! I cannot imagine like running my hands through chest hair. It's like oh just, <laughs> ew. no! Thing. God no! Yeah. So a long story like me. And, yeah. And like I usually am. However, I saw a trans dude, met them for the first time, and I was like, okay, that that is a dude. Yeah. Not a trans dude. That is a dude. Right. And I was like, shit! I'm doubting my gender every day and every minute of my life, and yet I meet this trans person, and I don't doubt them for one second. Yeah. Did, is that when you went, hmm? There's lots of things that have gone ahead yeah. and really made me go, hmm. You know, just every step of the way. Um, I went ahead and I'm presenting now um, to colleges. And mm-hmm. I wrote this presentation, this little PowerPoint. And I was like, oh, no way. Because there was stuff that like happened in my life mm-hmm. that like I was so unaware of. Like I, I'm jealous of people that are like, I was five years old and I was trying to cut off my penis. I mean, like, no, God, no, I'm not right. jealous of that. But I'm jealous of this idea that like... You knew. They they know who they are. Mm -hmm. And they've known. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. You know, just thought I was weird. I knew I wasn't gay. I thought I was weird. And so it's sort of like this reluctant reluctant acceptance of who I am. And that's what my presentation is actually titled, Mm. is Acceptance. And so it's kind of like my own little journey of acceptance. So I find that I'm constantly changing and evolving and seeing new things. Like I, I, did I tell you, I don't know if I told you or not. I lived the, my first year um, of college and I was in the dorms for my first year of college. Did I tell you that I lived in the women's yes. dorms? Yeah. I was like, how in the hell did and I work orchestrate, with your wife? you know, this thing? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. I was hanging out with my wife. So, so um. uh,
0: I think. I think there's a lot of great things about you but one of the things that I really admire is how long you and your wife have been married and that you're still married and because that's that's a tough transition pardon the pun oh yeah for sure <laughs> that's a Tough a transition <laughs> for a marriage to go through now nah, not a lot make it so how did did your wife know how did you come out to her? What'd you say?
1: Yeah, um, it's really an interesting question about how to go ahead and come out to family. And I'm often asked, how, how did I come out? And mm. so how do I recommend that people go ahead and come out? And I mean, prior to going ahead and typically giving anybody advice on like how to go ahead and come out, I say, well, can you tell me your backstory? Can you mm. tell me what your relationship has been like mm. um, up to this point? Because I really think that it matters uh, quite a bit, sure. how the relationship is and going into it, because I never really had a reveal. I never had, like, a coming out to my wife. I can't go ahead and sit there and say, you know, on, you know, August 19th of 2001, I came out to my wife. I don't have that same thing about, like, my transition date was here. I mean, there's a date where I got, I became legally female, but I mean, like, okay, but that was just a part of it for me. And so it wasn't, like, this day where I just suddenly came out to my wife. I talked to my wife about it frequently. My wife says that she's always gone ahead and known um, something, even when we first went ahead and met. Um, she could tell that there was something that was just a bit different about me. Mm-hmm. And we just sort of rolled with it. Um, I think the very first thing that she, like we both look back and we're like, ah, oh. you know, yeah. It was like 1988 and we were 17 years old and I had a great and brilliant idea Um, that we dress up as each other for Halloween. Oh, that's so good. And so I didn't have to be like, hey, I want to dress up like a woman for Halloween. I just want to dress up like each other. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, that was my very first time in dressing completely as a woman. So I was 17 years old. It was probably uh, 10 days later that my mom had a brain aneurysm. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah. Uh, so she went into a coma. I always say brain aneurysm. It's a brain aneurysm that bursts. Mm-hmm. Aneurysms aren't a problem. Yeah. It's when they burst. That's, that causes a bit of an issue. Yes. <laughs> so she was in a coma for months and rehab for months and out of my house for probably nine months. Oh, wow. Yeah. And But so, she made it? 30. Yeah. She, well, it's so hard to say because in many yeah. ways my mom died um, on that day. And it was yeah. like my third year in high school. Oh, um, it's heartbreaking. yeah, it was, it was really hard because the person that came back was not the same yeah. person that, that left, you know, um, she had obvious, um, physical and mental handicaps past that event. Um, and so thoughts of going ahead and dressing as, you know, a gender other than what I was supposed to kind of went by the wayside. Right. I did go ahead and choose that time to 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 rebel by growing my hair out mm. and so i had really long hair during that time period so my gender um expression sort of went like underground i i would say mm-hmm. past that point point. and so um, my wife and i made it to our own apartment after our first year of college and living in the dorms for mm-hmm. for the first year and i was sitting on the bed and i said hey honey what do you think about me trying on your underwear and she was like okay go ahead and so, you know, I tried on her underwear, and, and fairly shortly thereafter, I started buying my own underwear. Mm-hmm. And it was really simple and easy to go ahead and to explain, right. you know, because yeah. they're just far more comfortable, yeah. you know, and they have different fabrics, and they have so many more colors as well, you know? <laughs> but it's mostly just the fit. And so it was probably about a month or two later, my wife and I can't remember, that I was sitting on the bed, and it was probably after sex, and I said, hey, honey, what do you think about me trying on your bra? And she's like, yeah, sure, here you go. And so I, you know, started putting on her bra and started buying my own bras and mm-hmm. um, trying to figure out how to go ahead and fill, you know, my own bras and, and such. But neither one of us was like, you know, right. you know, I mean, <laughs> it's not like I can go into there and say, well, yeah I, want, yeah, I wanted a bra because... You know, a female bra is just so much more comfortable. <laughs> Than a man's bra? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. One, that excuse doesn't work so well. No, you know, and so, but I just, we, we, we rolled with it because what it was is that I had a sexual fetish. Mm. And that's all we went ahead and thought. Yeah. You know, go ahead and put on some women's underwear and such and we'd have sex. Right. And it was fine. And we both, we, you know, went that way. And I would say we went that way probably eight years, maybe eight to ten years. Pretty much my twenties. That was pretty much twenties okay. until the end of twenties. And I had lost my hair, like it was starting to bald. Okay. And so then I was like, okay. And and I graduated from from college. And my sister had gotten married, and my wife and I were planning on getting married. It was like, it's time to grow up and be a man, right. you know? This is what you're supposed to do. I mean, I got my first full-time teaching position, and such, so I said, sure, cut my hair. It was probably within a year or two that I went ahead and shaved my hair head entirely. And I was right around this time, I was like, okay, fuck it. You know what my answer is? Throw everything away.
0: Throw all your clothes and yeah,
1: stuff? Yeah, throw like all my girly oh. clothes. Oh, okay,
0: okay because so, you're manning up right now. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I'm manning up. Gotcha. Yeah. So I took everything and I went ahead and I threw it away. Mm -hmm. And so like all throughout everything, I was always like, Hey honey, you know, I'm going to do this. What do you think about it? Yeah. You know, it was never like, can I, can I go ahead and do, can I do this? I mean, I know that I was like, can I wear your bra? But you know, if she had gone ahead and said no, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go buy my own bra because I want to put on a bra. And so it wasn't like asking permission so much as it was just including her. Right. Checking in with her on how she feels about it. Yeah, you know, and just kind of keeping that relationship open and going. And that's always been a very important thing to me is trying to talk, trying to work on communication. Mm -hmm. And so every step of the way, I'm constantly talking to her. So I threw myself away and I was like, okay, honey, I'm done. I am not going ahead and doing any of this stuff before. It's not like she was like, oh, good. Thank goodness. It was just like, okay, Uh, you know, if that's what you want to do. mm Mm-hmm. Go ahead. You know, and so then I threw everything away and then I was just miserable. Yeah. For years, you know, 5 6 years. And it just my anger levels just got worse and worse and my mm-hmm. sadness got worse and worse and um things got worse at my job. I just wasn't, you know, I was struggling um yeah. as a middle school teacher. In many ways I was struggling. And so when we moved up here to Springville, then I was like sometime around there I was also still really struggling at my job and I was like, "You know what?" If buying a pair of panties makes me feel better, right. then I'm gonna buy the damn panties. Yeah. All right, you know, yep. and I'm gonna mat- wear the matching bra with it too. If that just makes me feel
0: mm-hmm.
1: calmer, more relaxed, more me, then I'm gonna go ahead and do that. And there's yep. nothing wrong with it.
0: Absolutely.
1: And so I started collecting clothes again, and but they were much more on like just your average everyday woman kind mm-hmm. of clothes, not so much like so importance, so much importance on sexy lingerie clothes. Right. And I said to my wife at some point, I said, you know what, honey, I'm going to go ahead and try um, a wig and and makeup. I think I really, really want to try a wig and makeup. And she was like, well, I just don't know how that's going to go ahead and look with your facial hair. Because, like, (laughs) up to this point, I had, like, a goatee that was probably, like, three (laughs) inches long. Oh, my God. Yeah, this big old goatee. And I I said to her, I was like, well, yeah, I'm thinking about, you know, that I'll shave the goatee. Mm -hmm. And she was like, oh, my God, you're going to go ahead and shave the goatee? And it wasn't so much that, like, she loved it so much. Though we had had discussions because at some point it's like she, w- she was upset at me shaving my chest. Mm-hmm. She did not want me to go ahead and shave my chest. because she really liked my hairy chest. She likes dudes. Right. You know? Um, yeah. She really does. My wife likes both. My wife likes mm-hmm. um, men and women. And so. Luckily. Yeah. Um, it is fortunate. But her, her vast preference is dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, at least at the time. Right. You know, it's like she really, really enjoyed it. So I thought she was upset that I was going to go ahead and shave my, my facial hair. But she wasn't upset. She was really concerned about me because I'd always had to keep it. Mm-hmm. Because this is a sign. Like, if I shave this, right. that's when people are going to know. Right. That's and when they're going to know like that I'm und- dressing this man way. Badge or yeah, or it yeah. totally was. Mm-hmm. My undeniable man badge that I could do things and be whatever way I wanted to go ahead and be and act. But I had that little man thing yeah. about me that nobody doubted my gender, which... Right apparently made me happier. or I was supposed to go ahead and do that. So <laughs> Anyway, so then I end up shaving and I put on um, a wig and I put on makeup and I said, holy shit, I have to get outside. I have to go ahead and start, you know, seeing right. people. And so I was like, honey, I have to start getting out. And she's like, what the <laughs> hell are you talking about? That's insane. Right. You're because going it, outside? Yeah. I mean, it had always been just this private thing between she and I, mm-hmm. you know, but she um, somehow or other, you know, she agreed to go ahead and go. So we went down to Hollywood Boulevard Mm. You know, that's the place where you're going to go ahead and go. That's a good spot, I don't think. You know, it was, you know, I was dressed ridiculously Uh um, at the time. (laughs) I wish I had photos of it, you know, um, just because it's so bad. But I got out and I did it. And really, from that point forward, it was just this matter of, oh, my God, we're not going to be hunted down and killed um, by the mob. You know, people are generally nice and people are generally accepting. In fact, most people are like going out of their way to go ahead and provide me better service. Yeah. Like, at some point, my wife was like, forget it. I'm not buying any more makeup. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, you're going to buy all the makeup. I'm like, why? She said, because they always give you products for free. It doesn't matter if it's a free gift time or not. You are always getting free things wow. every time you go. That's kind of awesome. Yeah. And so it was that real change for both she and I. Mm-hmm. And somewhere along this along these lines, then life happened. I didn't really realize that I am actually female um, until probably, you know, just a few years ago yeah um when just stuff got too much and i just kind of had um just kind of a breakdown when um, i realized that i was um going ahead and taking finasteride um because i told my doctor that i had an enlarged prostate oh um, and the doctor said okay well we're gonna take it off of you because you're telling me how great it's going ahead and working and my like floor like fell up beneath me and i was like oh shit because it was just like a year prior that i'm like i am not Transitioning—that That is not me. I'm not going to change my hormones. I have decided. I wrote it on my blog. Mm -hmm. I thought about it a lot. I talked to everybody. However, I did tell my doctor that I had an enlarged prostate when, you know, they couldn't find anything. They did every single test possible to me. And they're like, everything's fine. And I'm like, yeah, but no, no, no. Enlarged prostate. And they said, okay. Give me medicine for that, please. Yeah. So they gave me medicine. I told them it wasn't working. Then I said, can I please have finasteride? And they said, well, you do know that finasteride has a side effect of breast growth. And I said, oh, my gosh, Fantastic. really? Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> well, okay, I, I guess I'll be aware of that. Thank you. Right. So, yeah, somebody took me off it. That's when I kind of had a panic attack and then just couldn't stop crying yeah. um, at that point and realized I need to see a gender therapist. Mm-hmm. I need to see somebody. I tried going to, like, like an online you know therapist thing because it's really hard to find mental health care. Um, oh, yeah. here in the Central Valley, oh, hell yeah. um, especially anybody that is knowledgeable about gender. Yep. So I tried searching the Internet and tried finding some things and tried a couple different things, and it just really wasn't working. And actually, I reached out to you. You, you did? Were, yeah, you were one of the first per- people that I reached out to oh, wow. um, at that okay. time. Said, hey, you got a, do you have any recommendations um, for therapists therapist uh, in this region? Uh-huh. That's when you recommended Carol. Carol. Uh-huh. And so somebody else also that I'd reached out to recommended Carol, and so then I, I got a, an appointment as soon as I could, mm-hmm. and with Carol. Luckily, she had availability and could and go ahead was still and see in Fresno. me. Yeah, and she was still yeah. in Fresno at the time. Yeah. And so, anyways, throughout all of this, I was talking to my wife. I know this is like a huge, long, mega story. Of course, it is me, and that's what I do. <laughs> However, it is that way in terms of coming out to my wife. There was no right. one incident where it was like it was I'm coming impression. out. You know, it was every little step of the way. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to go ahead and do, mm-hmm. and I want you involved um, in it. So I'm, I'm letting you know prior to doing this right. that this is the path that I'm going ahead and taking. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't really a question; it was just sort of this is what's happening and such. Right. And so we've been able to talk about it all all the time. So I don't know. I mean, that's a huge long answer. So you know, in terms of what no, I that's already started, a good answer because
0: it's never um, a single sentence
1: answer. It yeah. never it never is. You know, and so. Even with most people, most people that I talk to, most trans people that I speak to, they're like, well, I've known that I was trans since age, you know, whatever, 10, 11, 12, 15, 18, doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But then they typically follow it up with, and I've been married for the last 10, 15, 20 years. And I thought that I could hide it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I never said anything to my spouse. So how do I now go ahead and come out? Right. Um, to my spouse, which is a whole different ball of wax. I, I I really think that it is. Yeah. It's a really it's a really touchy situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you dealt? Have you tried to help people more in that situation? Because um, I don't really.
0: Yeah. I, not. I haven't really. Um, you know, some people that come to group have spouses. Um, I've never specifically like gotten an email or a phone call like hey, I need to come out to my spouse or anything like that.
1: Has so anybody brought their spouse to, like, the source and been like, hey, honey, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> Read <Free> this pamphlet. <laughs> um, no,
0: I, yeah, no. That is one thing that has not really come up, I guess. Other Do you than
1: have like, angry spouses that come nope, to source? Nope. Never had that either. Do you hear it's of angry, angry spouses? Oh, you have angry parents that show Oh, up? yeah.
0: Not, not like they're angry at us, but they're angry and think their kids, you know, losing their mind and. Oh, well, yeah.
1: Because how would a child know? Yeah. Right. (laughs) I got a picture of me. This is hilarious. Right. So I didn't know that I was trans. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, like when I was super, super young, but I showed some pictures in my little presentation of like happy little me between like age, like zero and five. Mm hmm playing dress up all the time with my sister and having like so much fun and everything. I've got a photo of me like in a bikini. So it's like my very oh my first bikini God, that I wore so and I'm like chilling in these little sunglasses, got my arm like around my sister, <laughs> just loving life, you know. Right. And then it cut to like this picture at age 5 where my sister told me that I needed to go ahead and participate in this wedding. I was fine doing everything with my sister. Mm-hmm. And so then I have this picture of me though at this wedding where I am just frowning, just mm-hmm. straight on frown. I am just so pissed. Because you couldn't wear the dress your sister wore. That's what I think it was, you yeah. know, because it was, it was a neighborhood girl. And so the dress was my size. So it was like two of us that were like five years old. My sister mm-hmm. was like eight. I think I was pissed because yeah. I couldn't go ahead and wear the dress. And I I was expected to fulfill that role. Of and the, prior to that point, boy. Yeah, yeah, prior to that point, no, it wasn't. It was just nobody playing fun and fun. Yeah. You know, joy and excitement. So, yeah, so even though, you know, I didn't know that I was trans at that age, I still think that I knew.
0: Yeah, but going back to the, uh, my uh, theory. Yeah. You see, you were, at five years old, you were told in not so many words that you had to be a boy. And you had
1: to dress like a boy and you had to act like a boy.
0: Yeah. And you were mad.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Which, yeah. I cried all the time. As, As a child, before I hit puberty hit... I cried all the time. All the time. I mean, like, I was like, what was it? It, um, Mama's boy. Mm -hmm. You know, that's Mm -hmm. totally what it was. I would totally cry and go, like, run to my mom, you know, all the time. Yeah, and so it was rough when puberty hit because then I got pissed. Yeah. I became, really, I became just intolerable asshole. Um, I really, really, really did. So I knew something. Yeah.
0: This conversation went on for another hour and a half. So be sure and check back with us for part two of our continued conversation. And there will be a part three to follow up where we talk about Sam Smith and the Trans Military Band. And uh, then in true Kelly and Dana style, we get distracted and talk about other things. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed Transistor Radio with Kelly and Dana. It was our first episode, everyone. Bye.